The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. Naye Lupondwana on SAFM. Joining me now is our guest who will be giving us some perspective on her book, Unbreakable. Our author for tonight is Nomsa Masoga. And this is our feature, I believe. Remember, for the purposes of our feature, we find and we give you the time to come and talk to us about your book. If you're an author and you're writing about matters pertaining to faith, this is the platform we have opened for all South African authors who are here who would love to talk about their books. But we all know that we don't have to read Rick Warren only. Rick Warren is not the only author in this known world. We have our own authors here. And today's author is one such author. And that's what we do, we try to do at least, every Sunday on this time slot. Nom Samasoga joins us now. Good evening to you, ma'am. And thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening. Uh, the, t- the, the title of the book is Unbreakable. I thought it was a very positive title. But then again, when I read into your um, book, I found a lot of things that I thought, mm, okay, okay. Um, perhaps you might want to explore um, uh, different titles. As I was reading, that's what I came to. But then again, uh, at the conclusion, I understood. I understood why you were saying unbreakable it sounded it seemed aspirational more than actual but that's neither here nor there it's just a perception but it was a very interesting read heartbreaking read at times and very encouraging to see all of your experiences in your marriage in your life with your children and the one particular child who is the subject or the number of your book uh, talking about autism and all parents by the way who have a child who is ill in one way or the other, particularly if there is a different ability like autism. Because I remember the time when the president, former president, Tawambek, is saying they're not disabled people, they're differently abled. And he was addressing things where we need to understand that our children and our siblings, our family members, are just differently abled. I found that rather interesting, especially reading how you positioned the book. So tell us about first your title and then the book. From your words. Go ahead, Nupsa. Okay. The title Unbreakable basically is um, the resilience that you develop as a mother raising a child with special needs because I guess nothing prepares you um, for the journey of being a mother, but more, more especially the journey of raising a child who is different, mm. who sees and perceives the world in a different right. way. Uh, the struggles you go through with connecting with your child. And I guess with me, it was every time I 
basically was stretched and challenged to be strong because when you're raising a child, you cannot afford to be depressed and be hospitalized because your children basically needs you. That's right. And so for me, I didn't realize just how raising my autistic son would impact not only my life, but my marriage, my my family in terms of, you know, the siblings bonding and, you know, trying to get a relationship with the, with their brother. But the relationship is difficult to uh, basically develop, given that our son is non-speaking. Yeah. And that means uh, that he doesn't have speech. Yeah. So he does communicate through the use of gestures, which then he's misunderstood most of the, most time. Of the time. And yeah. the challenges that you face with the, within the society. So hence I said unbreakable because it's just every time, every way, you just need to, to be strong because it's so unpredictable when yeah. you are raising a child like that. And you know what, Nomsa, um, there are parents who have experienced what you experienced and they were broken. Uh, marriages did fall apart. Uh, it did cause a lot of damage. Most importantly, when you see some families even now not going through the this problem of having a child who is differently abled, it, it's, it's, it, it has a potential to cause damage if not handled well. But you're still there, and perhaps that gives credence and legitimacy to your title, Unbreakable. Do tell the country first, um, when we are talking about autism, what exactly are we talking about? Autism is basically a neurodevelopmental condition that affects the child's development with regards to the following areas, communication, um, social interaction, as well as their behavior. The behavior is more restricted, repetitive behavior. So the communication aspect that gets affected is the inability to speak sometimes, or the child may acquire speech and language later in life. And the child can present with a language difficulties where they don't understand other people's perspective. Or it could be that they have something called echolalia, when you are greeting a child and uh, basically you are asking, how are, you, how are you in return, without actually understanding that they're supposed to say, I'm fine, mm -hmm. or they repeat basically everything that you say. Or characters on television and the mom would say but my child can talk and you basically say okay their speech but the speech for the context so it's basically there's it's not functional communication where it's specifically to meet a particular need but around the stereotypeness that the child has which is their fascination with what they've heard because basically they've got good auditory memory at times. So a child who's autistic can have the tendency to just recall everything that they've heard. <laughs> Even like, I'll make an example, the parents were arguing at night and an autistic child goes to school and start acting out the voices mm -hmm. of the father and mm -hmm. the mother. Mm -hmm. And the teacher is trying to teach the child. And this child is preoccupied in their own world. Now, they're not able to um, engage with you at that moment because their mind is still processing the conversations 
that happened yesterday and they are within their mind. Yeah. That's why they say they've got those repetitive and stereotypical behavior. Yeah. So, and then there's also the, um, I also talked, I, that, that I, I spoke about the communication aspect. And then there is also um, the problem with social interaction. Yeah. Where they struggle to form relationships they may play in isolation and those are the kids at school that you always find that they are in their own corners and they struggle they've got social anxiety and we still have adults to yeah. this day that uh, presents with such and and then obviously the behavior that I spoke about restricted repetitive behavior it could be hand flapping the love for routine yeah. where they want sameness in everything that they eat particular food and they're not able to eat certain food and they want things to be done at a certain time. Yeah. You know, those those are the, you know, and the sensory issues as well, where they are sensitive to loud sound, the lights. So there's just so many things that goes with autism. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to ask you um, some personal questions and I do understand if you, I will understand if you choose not to answer them. Um, do you perhaps wish to explain how this situation affected your marriage? Okay, it basically means that when you have an autistic child, you as a couple, basically your world revolves around your child. Yeah. And one, you may struggle to go to certain places because with your child. So it might be the this thing where one has to stay behind. Like I'll make an example, if you have to go shopping and you've got an autistic child who may struggle within a center, like a shopping center mm. because of the sensory overload. Mm. And now you get there, he's, he then has these meltdowns. Mm. And let's say on a day when there's no nanny around yeah. and you are forced to go shopping, then they, he's got meltdowns and, you know, um, everybody starts looking at you like, and then you end up feeling like, okay, for me to be able to do my shopping, I won't be able to take my child with. Mm. So then one of the partners has to stay behind. And then you go to church and my son used to struggle with being in church because of the noise that mm. came from the drums. Mm. And as a couple, <sighs> then you find that you end up going to church by yourself and remember you know men are not easy like they normally don't open up about how they feel so i found that it was not easy for me to to hold space for my husband and actually get to understand how he felt it was more like he would probably go to gym and that would be the place where he found comfort but you know deep down inside that it's it's just more of a coping mechanism so yeah. It really affects your marriage in the sense that you are not able to enjoy, you know, the, the, the shared experience of being a family with your child, which then can cause a bit of a rift. Uh, yeah, because in I, I also feel like personally, even you as an individual accepting that your child is like that. And I think what was worse is that both of us are in the medical profession yeah. and we somehow knew much more about the condition. Yeah. And I always, we are very good at giving people diagnosis, but receiving the diagnosis where we are now told that it's your son who's actually autistic. We, 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 and we know 
the condition. Yeah. So sometimes I think it would have been better if we didn't know much about autism. We knew there's no cure for autism. We can only manage it. Mm. So it was all the fears that would come about to know that um, it's going to change our lives and we don't know the outcome, if he's ever going to be able to speak or not. You know, those those were like the fears that you started having. And given that it was our first child, I think that was one thing that made it worse because yeah. it's our first time and we've never had an experience of being parents. And so now we are stretched, basically. Yes. And where where does God feature in this whole situation you have a husband you have now have children plural and uh, you have bongo musa and um, you have your own respective practices god what what's god's role in this god's role is you know initially is more of one bargaining with god <laughs> initially mm. it was okay i was i was a christian but you know as a child of god at the time it was more like but god i believe in you uh, why can't you just heal my child you know and uh, so for me it started off with going to various churches and those are your you know those churches that i basically wouldn't have been to had it not been my son's condition um so for me it was because i was bargaining with god to get the cure because you know when you go through grief or you know grief the grief of not having the child you anticipated so there's five stages which is denial and then there's there's anger there's there's bargaining there's um and then later on, that's your acceptance. So during the time I was bargaining, are you still there? I'm here. I'm listening. Oh, yes. I'm listening. Yeah. So during the time when I was bargaining with God, it was basically to say that, you know, God, you say in your words, you can heal all the diseases and all that. So I basically found that going to those churches, I was searching for miraculous cure. Yeah. Little did I realized that it had nothing much more to do with the cure, but more for me to find my spiritual journey. Mm. So uh, in one of the incidences, I like I went to like ZCC and then I went to, what's this church called? Uh, St. John's Church. Okay. And at some point, I then wanted to give up even my marriage, but God miraculously brought somebody and that woman, um, I was sitting in my car and saying, you know what, uh, the way I'm feeling, I'm looking for, like, like this person just came and I was sitting in the car wanting to get uh, an estate agent to find me a place in case I decide, you know, like um, I want to move out of the of my house. Then at least I, I've got a place to stay, you know. And this woman just came and she prayed for me and I didn't think something like that would happen where basically somebody who doesn't know you, they're mm. praying for you. Yeah. And I felt like something was pulled out of me. And after that incident, um, I was still like, okay, I still need to see the estate agent. And after she left, then I saw my estate agent uh, because I was waiting for the estate agent mm. when mm. this person came. And the estate agent actually said to me, I can see you are married. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not going to give you a place to rent. Basically, mm. I want you to go back and pray 
for your marriage. Mm. And I know that you've, from the sound of things, you've got a good man. But it's just that you are going through your stresses of having a child with special needs and many other things that you've mentioned. But I guess go back and, and just pray and things will be okay. Then I was still angry with this man to say, he didn't, he doesn't even want to give me a place, you know. Mm -hmm. So then I went, I went to PNA. No, before I went to PNA, I went to APSA. And when I got to the APSA bank, I said to the lady, I want to open an account just in case at the end of the year I want to divorce. Then I got enough money to divorce my husband. And then this woman says to me, you know what? I don't want to see another woman divorce. Go and get yourself the book, Stormy Omashian, as, um, The Powerful Praying Woman, Three in One. Yeah. So it was that was a turning point in my life. Then I got the book. And I went to PNA, bought the book, and and the reason I went to APSA was to save, like to basically open an account, yeah. you know, a savings account. And I I did open the account, and guess what? Towards the end of the year, I had accumulated so much money that I didn't even use it for the divorce. I actually bought a new car, okay. and God, in the process, you know, He healed me in terms of what I was going through. I ended up going through a fasting uh, period where I was fasting for myself, my family and everything. So that's how my life took a turn. Yeah. And that's when God started um, depositing visions to me to say, the reason I gave you the sign is because I want you to start a support group for mothers. You know, things started to unfold slowly and surely. Yeah. I started to accept my son's condition. But then I started to realize that it was, it, you know, it was a divine God's divine plan for my life. Yeah. And uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm going to ask you to read one or two lines um, as we conclude. <laughs> I don't know if you were telling us more about Unbreakable or about Stormy Omarion's book. Not, many people who are listening now are thinking, mm, maybe I should go and read Stormy's book as well. Yes, <laughs> yes, because books, you know, I'm basically trying to say you can find your healing through the book. And even me writing the book, yeah. my book, then it will you know um basically you know the the passage that i wanted to read is actually quite long <laughs> okay i've got a letter that i've got for our friends relatives or moms of autistic children mm -hmm. uh, the friends and and relatives of moms of children with autism okay i need, so I need we, you to read we just, just basically maybe. want to say that we don't want you to pity us all we want is for you to be willing to listen to us and offer an ear without judgment please get a little bit of information about autism and be interested in learning about it so that you can have an idea and understanding about it before offering your opinion or comparing my child to yours mm. your other neighbors or a friends or the good doctor if you have seen one autistic child, you've only seen one child. That's right. You've only seen one. Please forgive me if I'm running late, cancelling or postponing yeah. our meetings for coffee. It's not that I'm disorganized, but I always have so many unforeseen circumstances in my home environment. It could be a helper who decided to quit her job. My autistic son's meltdowns, incidences of biting yeah. and fighting of siblings, a broken TV, a broken window or iPad. Yeah. I use most of my energy for my child and family, so I don't have time to be petty. I simply walk away from anything that seeks to steal my joy and energy. I'm an autism parent. I have good days, bad days, and the days that I feel like I want to forget. So when I'm retreating into myself at times, it's because 
I'm simply trying to recharge and come back again, refreshed to face life's many blows. Wow. Yes. Wow. That was a very, yes. very, very fair expression. It, it That needed to be read, quite frankly. Many people need to know that about uh, parents to autistic children. Thank you very much, Nomsa, for coming through and talking to us. Um, is your book available for people to yes. buy? Yes. Where is it available? Yes. Okay, you can basically get in touch with me on this number 0824206958. You can follow me on Facebook, Nomsa Masoka, and we've got a support group called Mothers of Children with Autism. Okay. All right. So you can follow Mothers of Children with Autism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Um Thanks. Appreciate appreciate your time there, Nomsama Soga, author of the book, Unbreakable. May I encourage you to go and read the book? Read the book. You'll you'll find yourself on a roller coaster ride with your emotions. And most importantly for people who are parents uh, and spouses of uh, families that have that one child that is not well, or at least not like all other children who have special needs. It's important that you read the book and you'll get some perspective. It's nine minutes now before nine.